Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up here to the cool kids table. Uh, I started this show four and a half years ago with the idea of doing some great interviews, getting some information. I know that success leaves clues, and we have interviewed almost 400 people about the really cool things that they do in their businesses. And then on Tuesdays, we do episodes where I just kind of share what I'm observing, what I'm seeing going on. Uh, We started that this year, making Tuesday a solo episode, and Thursday, one of these deep dive, powerful interviews. So if this is the first time that you have ever uh, been here at Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. We have over uh, 435 backloaded episodes that you can go and listen to. Uh, I think you will find some inspiration. I say it all the time success leaves clues. And I have interviewed some very successful people who are doing really cool things here on the show. And today, I want to talk to you a little bit about New Year's resolutions and goals, because if you go back and listen to the shows that we did around the end of December, the 1st of January, I talked a lot about that, because I think knowing what success looks like, I think that is key in order to move yourself forward. But as we get close to March, well, a lot of these sort of new ideas that people have worked on, sort of their concepts and their goals, uh, their targets that they were going to strive for in 2019 – have already sort of fallen aside and have gotten lost in the day-to-day routines that take over so much of our lives. So that's going to be today's kind of quick little episode. But first, I have to thank the first sponsor of this episode. Now, many of you, you offer physical products to your fans and your customers, and dealing with that physical stuff That can be a pain to get it packed up in boxes, take it to the post office, stand in line and mail it. Well, my friends at Amplifier, they blend order fulfillment, screen printing and on-demand production into a single self-service platform that you control. And I work with them in the printing and the shipping of the Try New Things t-shirts. You can go over right now to trynewthings.shop and you can order yourself one of those and wear it around. It's funny, I wore one when I was traveling in the airport the other day. My shirt says, try new things. And about four people in the airport came up to me and said, great shirt, great shirt. So of course I told them to go to trynewthings.shop because uh, that goes straight over to my friends at Amplifier and they integrate everything with my e-commerce store. They also can help you drive giveaway campaigns and they are great whether you're a small independent business like me or you are a giant internet powerhouse. On demand also means no inventory risk. My shirts are printed right when you order them. However, if you grow up and you want to stock up on inventory, Amplifier can handle that for you too. They have a great warehouse. So go over to amplifier.com slash cool things, then give them a call and tell them you heard about them here. And here is Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. And as I said in the intro, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm hoping today's episode is going to inspire some of you. You know, as March is approaching quickly, there have been there's a lot said about how New Year's resolutions die. Now, I talked in January about the fact that there are so many people who are anti-goal setting and anti-New Year's resolution because it depresses them when they don't hit that target. Well, one of the reasons they don't hit the target is they stop trying. 
you know, writing down saying, hey, my goal is I'm going to eat healthier. You know, that goes away when the first fried chicken buffet comes across your, your vision screen. So we have to make sure that we stay on target and we set goals that are really attainable and that aren't vague. So many people set New Year's resolutions. I want to lose weight in 2019. Well, that's great. Is that like a half a pound? Because you could do that just well, just by going to the bathroom, I guess. But the point is that we have to do is we have to get focused. So I've been asking people all week, how do you feel you're doing on your goals for the year? And what's interesting is, is that people have a whole bunch of different ideas about how they feel that they're doing in, in that. So here's the thing. There's a lot of research out there that says our New Year's resolutions and the goals that we set on January 1st, some research says, I read something that said January 12th, another one said January 17th is the end of people's focus on their new goals. Uh, U.S. News actually said that 80% of all New Year's resolutions have gone by the wayside by the second week of February. That means for most of you, if you got excited in January and you sat down and wrote a list somewhere in the last six weeks, You've stopped taking the actions that are necessary to move that forward. Now, I think as people, kind of the humans, we love the idea of a fresh start. That's why we like anniversaries and birthdays and New Year's because it gives us a time to sort of reset that clock. We're going to go different forward. We're going to have a fresh start. And I think we get excited about that. And that's why so many people get excited by this whole concept of setting sort of New Year's resolutions and, and having ways that we're going to change this year. There was an article that I read early on in January that said the best time to start your New Year's resolutions is March 1st. And I wish I could find that article because it was really good. It talked about all the reasons that we get caught up in that whole brand new year uh, feeling and that we settle in by the end of February. And once we settle in, that's the best time to step on the gas pedal. That's the best time to say, here is now where I'm going to push forward. And you still have 10 months left in the year. You could do amazing things in the next two months if you wanted to. So I have interviewed I've interviewed hundreds of people on this show and hundreds of people just kind of random conversations when I'm sitting on an airplane or I'm in a bar. And I've asked people, you know, sort of about how do you feel you're doing when it comes to your own potential? Those of you who know what I do for a living, I, I do more than just host this podcast because uh, this podcast doesn't really pay me anything. Um, I am a professional speaker. I go into companies, I go into associations and other groups, and my main program that I do now is called The Paradox of Potential because I've gotten obsessed with this whole idea of what does potential mean and why do we get so excited about it? So I've talked to hundreds of people, and what I've found is, yeah, we get really excited about potential. That's why a New Year's resolution is so, is so intriguing to people because they, they know that when they look forward over the next 12 months, they have so many things that they can do and they can do it differently. They can put away their bad habits. They can change. But here's the thing I've learned. Potential is not a solution. Potential really doesn't mean anything if you're not backing it up with a plan and with actions and, and, and actually moving the ball down the field. You know, a lot of football teams, when they take the field, have potential and they get slaughtered because they didn't execute the game correctly. So this is what we have to do. But we get so excited by it. And yet, there is a gap between potential and results. And a lot of us get petrified by that gap. We, we slip into the gap a little bit and we feel like we have fallen into an abyss. We don't know how we're ever going to get across the gap and we get paralyzed and we don't do things. But the key word in all of this, the key word that keeps bubbling up in my conversations with people is about 
performance. And what I've discovered is, is that people who are performing, one of the main things they're doing is they're taking action and then they're assessing that action and they're tweaking it along the way. There is no sort of magic bullet. There's no, there's no sort of a fairy dust that gets sprinkled on you in order for you to reach more of your potential. But, you know, people feel that they, they somehow feel that they're coming up short. 70% of the people I talk to say, yeah, I could be doing more in my career. I could be doing more at work. I'm not doing everything I can. I'm not, I'm not necessarily the best employee or my entrepreneur, you know, my entrepreneur venture, my side hustle, or even my, my job. I'm just not doing everything that I think I can do. I believe I have more potential. And I think they're right. I think all of us have more potential. I, I think some of the people who say, I am doing everything right. I'm hitting on all cylinders. I think some of them are selling themselves short. And I think some of them aren't. I think they just like to say that because somewhere along the line, they didn't want to show any weakness. So I don't think any of us are ever going to reach our potential. So here's the thing. As you go through life, as you go through the journey of your career, you're going to listen to a podcast and get a new idea. You're going to read a book and be inspired. You're going to see a speaker or take a class that's going to suddenly resonate with you and cause you to take a change in your actions that's going to move you farther down the road. Maybe you're going to get an advanced degree or special certification. There are so many things that can happen that are going to change your potential. It's going to open up a whole new world, a whole new path for you that suddenly, suddenly you're not reaching the potential you thought you had reached. So when you reach a goal, when you reach the top of the mountain, oftentimes a new mountain appears. And that's awesome because as people, I think we need to always be striving for things. I think one of the reasons people get a little scared about completing a task is what do I do next? So there are dozens of reasons why people say they're not reaching their potential. But those who are doing more, those who are really performing at the highest possible levels, the one thing I have found is they are not static. And I've got six things that I sort of jotted down that I'm going to share with you. Sort of six things that I think the people who are really about performance, six things I think that they all do. But before I can share that with you, I have to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you, as all of them are, by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. Hey, if you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the special offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So peak performers, what are they doing? You're sitting there thinking, Tom, I want, I want performance to be my magic word. I want, I want to be a peak performer. What are they doing that I'm not doing? Well, I think that peak performers, number one, is they are always willing to try something new and then pivot if it isn't working. Peak performers are always kind of reassessing how are things going. I haven't done it this way before. And they, they make a little tweak. They try something new. They change things up. Because here's the thing. If you keep doing the same thing every single day and you're expecting different results, it's not going to happen. Results happen because of the actions that you take. So if you want better results, if you want to perform better, if you want to achieve more, if you want to move up the corporate ladder or grow your entrepreneurial venture, you're going to have to shift things that aren't working. Now, that doesn't mean you abandon the things that are working. 
But in my career, I've for 10 years now, I have worked as a professional speaker. It has been basically my only source of income. I know all these people who have diversified, who have all these courses and classes and all this different stuff. I've tried other things that, that haven't worked, but what has consistently worked for me is being able to get in front of an audience and share some ideas and some concepts and get a paycheck from it. And then somebody sees me and says, wow, he sucks less than other speakers. We should bring him to our company. And so it sort of goes in, in, in this ongoing thing. However, that's not enough. I have to change things up if I want to grow to the next level. So this year, as I said in earlier podcasts, I changed up the way I market and position myself as a speaker to make sure that I'm getting out in front of audiences who may have never heard of the name Tom Singer. Now, it doesn't mean I'm a perfect fit for all of them. It doesn't mean they're going to hire me. But as we close out the first two months of the year, it's not like I had record-setting months like, oh my God, this is huge. But I had two great months with new clients signing up for my services. And part of that came from the fact that I have tried some new things. And where things weren't working, I have pivoted. And so that's what we have to do. The second thing that peak performers do is they take ownership of their own life. Peak performers don't point fingers and blame other people and say, oh, it's me, this didn't go my way, or I had a teacher who failed me and it caused me to not go into that major, and so therefore my life is never what I wanted it to be. We all have things that have gone wrong, and yes, a lot of us have people who have done us really wrong, and some of us have experienced really horrible things in our life, and, and that's true. And, and I'm sorry for everyone who has gone through something because, you know, I haven't necessarily experienced all that much trauma. But, I mean, if you unpack it, we all have our own stuff. And lots of times we get so caught up in our stuff and the blame game of, oh, is me and it's so sad and fingers being pointed everywhere that we start thinking, oh, my life is worse than the other person's. Well, no, not necessarily. You know, you just have to take ownership of it that you are where you are. And you have to move forward. So yes, there are things in our pasts that have happened that aren't great. And other people might be responsible for that. However, the steps that you're going to take today moving forward, that's where peak performers take full ownership of their life. Peak performers know that whatever happened in the past was the past. And they get over the past. And they take ownership for where they are today. And they put one foot in front of the other. And they keep moving. The third thing that peak performers do is peak performers set goals. Peak performers have some form of a New Year's resolution. Now, I get so upset when people say, oh, I don't believe in goal setting. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. One of the reasons people tell me they don't want that is they say, oh, I get so disappointed if I don't hit the goal. Well, sometimes it's not hitting the goal. If there's 10 steps between where you are today and the goal, and you only make it to level seven or eight, that is still so much better than where you are today. And if you weren't fighting for that 10th rung of the ladder, you may have not ever reached number eight. So the goal itself is not, not reaching the goal is not failure. It's the journey and where it takes you that's the success. I believe that peak performers know what success looks like. They constantly know what they want. And if they have to pivot and they have to change, great. But they're always in momentum. Peak performers have goals because it keeps them striving. And what I tell people all the time is that having a goal makes it so easy to make the tough questions that come across our desk every single day. You know how to answer, you know what decision to make and what action to take if you just ask yourself over and over, does taking this action bring me closer to my goal or lead me farther from my goal? Well, 
then it should be easy to make that tough decision because it's like, well, I have to do the thing that takes me closer to my goal or I'm going to spin out of control. So make sure you know what you want to accomplish. Since we are all the way to March, get excited about the fact that the new year for New Year's resolutions should be starting on March 1st. Set that goal and start taking action. The fourth thing that all peak performers do is they do not get sidelined by doubt and fear. Now, I'm not going to tell you that peak performers don't have fear or they don't have doubt. I think those are natural emotions. They're natural thoughts that cross our, our mind. Who am I to be doing this? Or what if I do this and it fails and I, and I, lose, my, I lose my money or, or something else bad happens to me? I think fear is a natural thing that comes up. And, and I think self-doubt is something that many people have. Even people at the highest levels of success still experience self-doubt. They still experience fear. But it doesn't stop them from doing the work. People work through the fear. They work past the doubt. They just do it. Nike had it right. So what if something is scaring you a little bit? Take the step anyway. The fifth thing that peak performers do is they make really good connections with people as they move through their journey. And they treat people well. Now, I'm going to add in one more thing that they do here. They also show gratitude to the people who help them. But going back to the connecting side of this is people, yeah, you're going to meet a lot of people. And I have known so many people who try to size up like, ooh, who can help me? That's who I'll be nice to. I only have, I knew a person who one time actually said, I don't have time for that person because I can't identify how they can help me succeed. Think about that for a minute. I don't have time for another human being who, by the way, they had gone to college with and they knew I don't have time for that person because they can't help me in my career. So they tossed aside some friendships and they spent time only with people they could, you know, help them climb the ladder. Does that make you like want to throw up a little bit inside your, inside your throat? And yet we all do it. It's like, oh, you know, I could spend time with that person or this person. What's in it for me? I think peak performers always treat everyone with respect and they always are willing to listen and have time. Now, that doesn't mean that their calendars are wide open. We all, we all only have 24 hours in a day, but peak performers realize that you never know who's going to be the person who can really help you. Let me use this podcast as an example. The people who refer me the most to their friends are people I never meet. I will never encounter the people who are the most generous with telling their friends, oh my gosh, I listened to this podcast. You should check out cool things entrepreneurs do are people that I have never crossed paths with. Or if I have, I might've thought, well, what can they do for me? But those are the people who help the people. I think, wow, we have a great friendship. This person's really well connected in the podcasting world or in the business world. They can really help me. Often those are the people who aren't. Now it doesn't mean that they won't or they couldn't, but you never know who is going to be the one who makes that referral that leads you to whatever it is that you're trying to do. And then I added in the idea of gratitude. If people help you and you're aware of it, make sure that you find the appropriate way to say thank you. Don't just send a text that says THX. I got a text once that that was all it said, THX. The person wasn't in my phone, so I didn't even know who sent it. I had to write back and go, who is this? So make sure that you're thorough in the way that you thank people. I don't know that you have to buy them an expensive present or give them a referral fee, but I think like a handwritten note or you know a special call that says, I want you to know I appreciate the action that you took. I think that is where these things matter. So connect with people, be good to people, don't be judgy. 
you know, so many people get so judgy so fast of other people. There's, there's one person I know who claims he's not judgy, and then all he does is he talks about people who he's judging. So, you know, maybe I do that too, but let's try it as, as a people to just appreciate the other humans who are around us and not put them into a box and decide, yeah, well, they can't do anything for me, so why would I give them an ounce of my attention? I think peak performers connect with people, and they're grateful for the people who cross their paths. And the sixth thing that peak performers do is peak performers believe in themselves. Now, this can go a little bit hand-in-hand with the other one about working through fear and doubt, but when you believe in yourself, it makes it easier to get out of bed and do it. The other thing is when you believe in yourself, it makes it so much easier on those bad days because let's face it, as an entrepreneur or as an employee or just as a person, you're going to have some bad days. There is going to be days where you are like, I just don't like what I'm doing. But if you believe in yourself and you know that it's your passion and you know that you're good at what you do, then you're going to be able to get up, get out there and do that next thing. So I realize that as we go into March, a lot of people, you know, uh, we're kind of covered with that sigh of here we go again. First quarter's almost over. Now is the time to charge yourself up. Now is the time to get excited. It's okay because most people are over the whole concept of New Year's resolutions. Don't beat yourself up if you've already let your actions go, whether it's in business or in your personal life or in your relationships. If you have faltered already, that's okay because you have potential. But there's a paradox around potential because potential isn't a solution. Potential doesn't equal results. What matters is performance. Do you want to be a peak performer? Start today. Get excited about something today and take the little steps necessary to move yourself forward. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I have a real passion for doing this show. When I started the show, I thought I would only do it for 50 episodes. That was sort of the plan. Uh, I was going to interview 50 cool people and see what I learned from it. And that was four and a half years ago. And now we are, I think this is episode 436. As we continuously move forward on this show, I get more and more fired up, but I can't do it. I can't do it without all of you. And I don't know who most of you are. There's over a thousand people listen to every single episode, you know, or at least download it. I don't know how many people actually listen. So do me a favor. If you've listened to this far, just go over to Twitter. It's at cool podcast or at Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R, and uh, leave a tweet that you like the show. Tell a friend that way. Uh, You can go on to Instagram and contact me through Instagram. I'm at Tom Singer. Uh, Of course, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter. Same thing, Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R.com, and my website is TomSinger.com. Find a way to contact me. Uh, I actually one time made a joke about, send me a handwritten note, and I got a handwritten note from somebody. I thought that was pretty awesome. I went to the mailbox. I'm like, who is this person from Nebraska? And I opened it up, and she said, you said if you listen to the show to send you a handwritten note. You know, I hope you get this. That made my whole day better. So, you know, do something to make my day better. Uh, if you like the show, go tell your friends. Uh, jump over to iTunes and leave a review. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. It makes my whole day better when someone leaves a, when someone leaves a new review. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be back in a couple days, and you've got to listen to Thursday's interview. It is going to be awesome. This is going to be a great show, so make sure that you're back and you're tuning into the show that comes just a couple days after this one. Uh, And we're going to be back every single week. I'll be here on Tuesdays chatting away. Thursdays, I'm going to have some in-depth interviews. And so if you're inspired by, by any of this, go be a peak performer. Take some action. Try new things.
Hashtag uh, go buy a shirt. Try new things.shop. But while you're out there doing your journey, make sure that you're having fun. Have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.